1: You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And
2: now we go into the thick of it.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
2: Erin Addison's
1: on American Family Radio. We have all made it to our Fridays. Congratulations to every one of you we're here. We're here. You picked a great Friday. It looks good on you. It's mm-hmm. kind of a one size fits. Yeah. Um, so it, you really, you know, everybody it's just nice, gets nice. it. It's yours. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it looks good on you. So congratulations. Welcome to your Friday. This is the Friday edition Of Aaron the Addison's, which means we try to do a little bit of a lighter show Mm -hmm. um, and also kind of um, recap the week's programs. So if you heard us talking about some things that you thought, man, I didn't get to call in and comment. I didn't get to have words with those individuals. And you want to give us a call, we'll open the phone lines up just kind of right off the bat. And uh, you can you can make your comments, ask your questions. If you want to just talk to us about some of our sentiments, you know, that's fine. It's the Friday edition. It's our gumbo show. So everything goes into the pot. Mm. When we were doing the morning show yeah. and um, we were only on six stations, we mm-hmm. would open the phone lines and say, hey, you guys can ask us anything you want.
2: <laughs> it
1: was more of a controlled environment.
2: Uh, yeah, it was. It was.
1: You people are wild. So you, you cannot <laughs> ask us anything that you want. I don't know who you are. I don't know who your parents are. We
2: need a background check. I don't know.
1: Check. We need background Let checks, okay? You and you have a you're, you are. <laughs> you have <got> a smaller <laughs> network. Everybody knows everybody around here.
2: Right. It's like, I don't know, I know who you are. Like cheers!
1: It, is that well, offensive? it is. It is. We just say, say it's like churches, <laughs> okay. <or> like Popeyes. Let's <laughs> say it's like Popeyes. Well, not Popeyes because people get knocked out at Popeyes. Oh, man. Anyways, um, <laughs> welcome to the Friday edition of Aaron the Addisons. The number to call in if you want to just join the program, talk with us, uh, recap anything from the week, express. Ask us questions within reason. <laughs> you have a question about our dynamic, like our brother who called in yesterday who said, Will, brother, I just need to know, does Mickey breathe? <laughs> um, you know, that was, that was patriarchy.
2: Uh, oh, <laughs> that was toxic masculinity. <laughs> that was toxic <laughs> no, masculinity.
1: <come> <laughs> that was, do, do you ask Ben Shapiro if he breathes? I,
2: I He's would. a fast talker i would people probably do ask him if he because he's a, he, yeah he's ben fast, shapiro
1: man. is a fast talker yeah
2: His i mean this is a little different too it's there like, is a, there right. is yeah well you're, you're i love what he says though. He, he i mean he's he's funny
1: he is hilarious but it's like I, man i want the lord to save him i want he's so
2: comfortable yeah
1: and yeah. some of the things he says and and, yeah. and i'm like going but he is the Messiah, Ben. Mm. Ben, you're brilliant. How do and you miss had, this? And he's had like
2: John MacArthur. Yes. And who else he's had on his show? Like, uh, most
1: recently, Kirk Cameron Kirk was Cameron. on like with he, him. That's um, people who he are. He had, um, oh my goodness, the guy who has William done. William Lane Craig. William, Dr. William Lane Craig. He's had him on. Yeah. I mean, he's, like, he's he's man, talking to, to, to Jesus, people who on. are. Oh, Frank Turek. Frank Frank Turek. He, I think he talked he to Frank, Frank Turek on his show. If I'm not mistaken, okay, maybe well, not. Just come to Anyways, Jesus, he's, had an, he's had enough opportunity <laughs> yes. to hear the gospel clearly laid out. Yeah, we're not going to um, tell
2: you like they told Prager. We want you to come to we Jesus. We want you to come to Jesus. No, no. Because
1: look, I'm going to tell you with with all of your natural ability, I mean, just imagine how much more you could do. All right, let me, let me. I don't <laughs> know if I gave the number 888-589-8840. Join the conversation with us on this Friday. It's our Gumbo Show. A um, little bit of a lighter show. We got some stories we want to cover here and talk with you about. We might if, have
2: a treat for them, at, you know, at some point in the show. You forced me to to I allow didn't want that. Forced.
1: You did. You forced. Well, me to Well, it's by allow request. That. It's toxic People masculinity. Been, no,
2: it's by request.
1: Anyways, um, so we'll we'll do that. Um, if we haven't introduced ourselves, we're the Addisons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will and I are married. Yes. And uh, we have five wonderful children. Single. That we. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh-huh. You're so. You're so bilingual.
2: I'm bilateral.
1: That's. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very very good. Um, anyway, we not only love our children, but we tell people often, and it's important that we like them, mm-hmm. we enjoy them, we enjoy being around them, we hang out with them. They make us laugh. They're pretty cool.
2: They might not think we are, but I don't know. They might not think I am. I think they think you are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't want to disagree with you, one I mean, ringy you know, <laughs> I don't want to disagree well, with like, you on that. I mean, they just think I'm pretty it. cool. <laughs> um, they, they think that you're pretty serious, right? I am. So in our stand up act that is parenting, you're the straight guy. I'm the funny guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I should say girl, especially yeah, in the climate do, that we're in right we now. People are like, no, you got lines. two guys yeah. in your family parenting. Uh-uh. No, you're no. right. I So, so that's, that's the role that we each play. And we have happened upon those roles naturally.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's really just who we are. Right. Yeah. So anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B is over in Studio CC. Taking and we calls. are opening up the phone lines to talk with you on this Friday. You've got any thoughts you want to express, uh, you want to communicate anything to us, you can do that. It's a lighter show, so we do a little bit of a lighter show. But if you want to talk about anything that's just, you know, that's on your mind, on your heart, we can go there as well. As yeah. we go to our first call, um, in just a second here, let me also give, I have two headlines that I want to read to you from the Babylon Bee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay satire people this just is so satire you know, so this is Yeah, I just want people to
1: understand it. and I'm doing this because it's Friday and it kind of ties in um, a little bit of our discussion from the week you understand that CNN reached a settlement with uh Nicholas Sandman Sandman and um and so the Babylon Bee is celebrating that so we've got a headline for that hmm. but then also as I was going to grab that particular headline I yeah. came across another headline that um that I thought was hilarious because the story doesn't even go into any detail. It's just the headline. I think they feel like that's enough. (laughs) That's enough. So here is the headline and then we'll go to the phone lines. If you want to talk to us on this Friday, 888-589-8840. You want to talk to us about marriage, family, our dynamic, how we work together, whether or not I get enough oxygen when I talk. (laughs) Anything you want to, you can tell when you sting me. (laughs) She can't move away from it. I'm joking, brother. That was, I'm just, really, truly, I'm just joking. Um, anyways, 888-589-8840. Here's the headline, and then we'll go to the phone lines. Man driving alone in carpool lane informs officer his preferred pronoun is they.
2: Hmm. Man driving alone. alone. In the carpool lane. Oh, my goodness.
1: Informs the <laughs> officer that his preferred pronoun is They. So, it, it, in other words, yeah,
2: and and you hear that you like that's so really. but no, it, but it's like really, like I know that's not a real story, but that really happens. Like people really have this type of mindset. Yeah, call me day. Yeah, yeah, it's sad, yeah, anyway. but but
1: it's funny because when you read a headline like that, right, you go, okay, no one stands for that,
2: right? No, no, you're a
1: single person <laughs> driving in the yeah. carpool lane. You're getting a ticket, son, <laughs> ma'am, them. anyway they (laughs) all right let's go to the phone lines 888-589-8840 888-589-8840 the friday edition what we refer to as the gumbo show Aaron the addisons where do we go first will the great we'll
2: go to uh florida uh parker hi parker
1: hey guys hey how's it going i just tuned into your show um like a couple
4: weeks ago i want to say you guys are awesome
5: Uh,
4: i love what you guys do and uh i just had a thought to share um that's been on my mind and my heart lately, um when I come to God and ask him about you know all these things happening you know to the faith and how it's been kind of just slandered left and right and uh and you know that it's really easy to get um to get kind of worked up and start blaming these things on uh the people who are mm-hmm. doing them, and mm-hmm. you know what i what he kind of brought on my heart was that you know that the most important thing we can do to combat that is to pray for those people who are attacking us and who, mm. you know, uh, who, who really are, you know, being just used as tools, you mm. know, by the, by the real enemy, you know, and not to forget that, you know, we don't fight against, you know, like flesh and blood, but mm-hmm. we fight against, you know, spiritual powers. That's mm. right. That's right.
2: And, uh, Go ahead. I
4: really think that it's, it's been a, it's been a real eye opener for me and I've, I just wanted to share that with everybody. So That's No, awesome. that is Thank so you, important
1: Parker. for us to remember, Parker. I appreciate what you're saying. The battle is the Lord's. And, and I think also to your point, um, it's, we have to remember that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. That's right. When, when we have this thought in our mind that, you know, well, we've done everything humanly possible.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: What's there left for us to do? It shows what we think about prayer.
5: Mm-hmm. It shows mm-hmm.
1: what we think about what is happening in a realm that we can't see. I, you know, I often marvel that there are people who are very, very uncomfortable talking about this unseen realm that is replete in the scriptures. Yeah. 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 Like the Bible is not embarrassed mm. about what right. is real.
2: Oh, no. Not you know what all. I mean?
1: And <laughs> so it's just it's it's a Parker's point. We have got to understand that where we do battle and how we do battle is already laid out for us in the scripture. Mm. So we have to essentially not to reduce it, you know, too much or oversimplify it. Mm-hmm. But we need to stick to the script. Amen. We need to stick to the script. And if Second Corinthians teaches us that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Right then we have to believe that. Amen. We have no choice. All right. Um, Where do we go next, Will the Great?
2: Let's go to uh, Christopher in Tennessee. Hi, Christopher.
4: Hey, how you guys doing?
2: Doing good.
4: Uh, Great show. Love listening to it. Thank you. Just wanted to put uh, my two cents in on the way I see television and different shows portraying the Lord and the Mm -hmm. Word. Uh, You see these shows like Ancient Aliens. Hmm. And you know, to me, when I when I see that, mm-hmm. I think of the one thing that the Bible and the Lord has placed on us. To it's like a test. It's what's the one word that that we think of? Faith. Hmm. So if you if you let the distraction of well, there may be ancient aliens doing this and that, and that's really where we came from and descended from. Then it's it's it. It's like it's a test. Mm-hmm. Are, are these people really going to follow that and go away from the God? Or is this they're going to have faith in me and come to the Lord?
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think one of the great deceptions and probably one of the more successful deceptions is to to hide um, in the amidst media. If, mm. if, if we could say it that way because mm-hmm. as you were saying yesterday will mm-hmm. we are an entertainment saturated culture yeah and so you can have people like I, I i mean i hate to always bring it back to this but you think about even the sexual agenda in this country yeah you hide that agenda in sitcoms yeah. so that you oh, endear yeah. people mm-hmm. to a lifestyle that the bible condemns mm-hmm. and then they can't possibly see themselves standing in opposition to those lifestyles yeah so to our brother's point and i'm, man, I'm that's, not that's familiar with this series that he's neither, talking I'm, about right but i just imagine that if you're going to bring a different quote-unquote mm-hmm. gospel or mm-hmm. you're going to give a different origin of man mm-hmm. you need to put it in some type of series that humans are going to consume
2: yeah you know yeah. what i mean
1: and because if you put it through an illuminated screen right For many of us, we can't turn away from it. you made a good
2: point, too, for us as uh, adults who are Christians. You know, we need to guard what we watch, you Mm -hmm. know, and have, you know, ask the Lord to help us. You know, because there may be some things that you you might watch and you're like, oh, it's all right. But then God will convict you about that as you continue to grow. Like, oh, I I can't watch that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because as adults, if we, we have to be. Uh, um, aware of what we're looking at because they're putting that stuff in, in cartoons now Mm -hmm. for, for kids. So if if our guards are down, we'll allow our kids to like watch those same, you know, agenda issues that they're trying to put in through the cartoons. Yeah. We have to be be careful careful. and
1: we have to guard our children against that. You know, um, I I think of um, the apostle Paul who was talking to the Galatians and he, and he said how he marveled that they were so quickly turning away, Mm -hmm. you know, and I look at the state of our country But I think we have to separate that in in a way, in a way, and say, look at the state of the church. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we did, we would marvel that in the church we have turned away from the gospel, Mm. right? And we have turned to some other gospel. We know that there isn't another gospel, Mm -hmm. but I mean, as we examine some of our churches, we have, I don't know, (laughs) put together a potpourri of quote unquote (laughs) truth yeah you know we take a little bit of this we like this we take a little bit of that we like right. that so we put it all right, in and then there's in. there's the gospel yeah and that's that's to our shame
5: yeah all right
1: let's go back to the phone lines 888 it's the friday edition of aaron the addisons we do a little bit of a lighter show um oh no we're not gonna we're gonna have to take yeah, the break to,
5: yeah,
1: yeah okay i didn't realize i'm sorry we we will get your calls queued up 888-589-8840 it's the gumbo show everything kind of goes into the pot You want to talk to us about anything that's on your heart? If we can speak intelligently to what you ask or what you comment on, then we will. Mm -hmm. If we can't, I'm going to punt to Will. Go ahead. Because there's safety in that. (laughs) Anyways, uh, this is the Addison's on American Family Radio. Also, when we come back, I want to ask a question about what's going on with my people. Um, The Royals.
2: Ah, Your people. I'm 20% European. I'm
1: 20% European. Whatever. Heritage, um, <laughs> not heritage. Um, what was it? Yeah. Whatever we did.
2: Yeah, we did I, one of those I DNA traced, tests. I
1: traced my lineage. I'm 20% European. They didn't say it's, you was a royal though. It, well, that doesn't mean anything. Whatever. I said I'm a royal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta
1: grab the break. Aaron the Addisons, we'll be right back. <laughs> back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. It's so great. We really um, enjoy this time that we get to spend with you in the mm-hmm. afternoon just talking about the issues of the day. Our focus in particular is on marriage, family, pop culture, the church, uh, mm-hmm. how we engage as Christians, how we hold the line in our generation. And uh, on Friday, though, we open the phone lines up. And anything that you want to talk about, if we can speak intelligently to that, we will. If we can't, <laughs> then just we'll, we'll say some words.
2: <laughs> we'll say, I don't know.
1: Bilateral bilateral Um, just just string together a series of words all right um welcome back I'm Miki
2: and I'm Will and that's Jordan Armstrong pull me through
1: very nice Sherry B is over in Studio CC queuing up your calls at 888-589-8840-888-589-8840 will the great
2: where do we go next let's go to Michael in West Virginia Michael
6: thank you for taking my call sure (laughs) um I've been listening to Christian radio since 1987, and I'm concerned about uh, something that's been going on in the Church in recent years. Okay. Um, Now, no offense intended, but I believe that um, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses were an attempt to contaminate the Gospel. I believe that Mormonism was another attempt to to contaminate the Gospel. And today we have another attempt to contaminate the gospel, and that is all this stuff about UFOs and aliens having to do with demons.
5: Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, look, I I I would say that there are more attempts than what you even listed, brother, that are attempts to contaminate the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do think that there is a supernatural aspect to the phenomenon that is Uf- UFOs and aliens and all of these things. Yeah. Um, I I do think that there are forces that we don't see. Right. I believe there is an unseen
2: realm. Right.
1: How that all shakes down
2: um I would say I don't know.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I tell you what I would do, though, um, I would check out my sister, Jan Markel on a Saturday morning. Uh-huh. I guarantee you there'll be a great program about that. <laughs> One segment, maybe two. I mm. guarantee you. I don't know how that all shakes out. I, yeah. You know, I, I know that in the family of God, we seem to be welcoming in a lot of things that would have been immediately rejected mm. by the, the early Bible church. Bible talks about that, too. You know what I mean? Like our defenses mm-hmm. are just down. And it's I think it's because of our own sinful desires. Yeah. You know, we are led away. We By our own desires. And when God is not enough in the life of the believer,
2: we're always searching for something,
1: anything and everything will step in and fill that void. You know, this is why we say the Lord has got to be enough. You understand what I mean? And, and, and for some reason we have not found him sufficient. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like we, you know, and now we won't say that with our words, but we live that with our actions. Right. He's mm-hmm. not enough. Yeah. And so you have to beware when the Lord is not enough, then you will fill that void with every and anything else, even while calling yourself a Christian. That's true. And that's unfortunate. Let's go back to the phone lines. Will the Great.
2: Let's go to Chris in Mississippi. Hi, Chris. Hey, hi, how y'all doing today?
6: God Good. bless you. God bless you. And the Addison family, I love your show. Thank, oh, you. thank and, you. And you. And you don't need to take a breath. <laughs> it was made for radio. That's well, right. Thank you so much. <laughs> and look, I, I wanted to talk about um, abortion. Now, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not trying to get off the off the grid too far here. Mm-hmm, that's okay. Uh, abortion. I'm not a fan of abortion, mm-hmm. and I'm not a fan, and I'm not a fan of condoms are birth control. Okay. And if I had to weigh the difference in that um I think they both do they all do the same. Because God said be fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. He did not say get condoms or get birth control or have abortions. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to know where you all stood on that. Okay.
1: Yeah. You know, that's a question that we've gotten many times, um, especially as we talk about uh, being pro-life.
6: Yeah.
5: Uh,
1: we agree with the word of God. If Amen. I can, and I hope that that doesn't sound like the chicken way out. Um, we have been asked, you know, on, on the morning show historically, <laughs> um, you know, what are you guys going to, you know, you know, uh, <laughs> everybody wants to know if you are a Duggar, you know what I mean? Right, like, what right, what are right. you doing? Um, but this is what I want to say. And, and this is, I know to our brother, Chris, this is going to sound like it's, a, it's an answer that's not maybe the answer <laughs> that you're looking for. I agree with God. I agree that what he has prescribed for us is good and it's right and it's true. And I think that sometimes Christians wrestle with the technological advances that we have. Mm-hmm. And I think that the Lord bears with us mm-hmm. in that. Hmm. But I want to say, you know, when you look at what the Lord says in the beginning to Adam and Eve, and I think this is very interesting. I think this is very telling. The Lord says to Adam and Eve that they're to be fruitful and they're to multiply, that they're to fill the earth. Right After the flood, when Noah and his family, they step off the ark, the Lord Same reaffirms thing. that. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't change his mind on right. that. It's not, here's a new world, new you.
5: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's right. it's
1: It's no... I still want you to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Yeah. And, um, and if I could just say this lovingly, I think that some of the issues we experience really, because the faithful in the Lord Jesus don't see the benefit or the blessing of submitting to the Lord in that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we have to each pray and we have to trust the leading of the Lord. I, mm-hmm. I really do. Um, but we're supposed to be raising mm-hmm. righteous seed. Like we, we are supposed to be passing the gospel on to our children. Yeah, right. Right. But if you see your children as a burden, if you see that as something that, oh, I have to, okay, my, my 2.5 kids. Mm-hmm. Let me just get that out of the way. <laughs> you know, rather than looking at the blessing that is fruitfulness, mm-hmm. then I think you're missing out on a lot more. Now, let me say this, submitting to the Lord in that, is not just action, it's heart. Mm. I've met women with lots of kids who can't stand them. Mm. And, the, and, and it's like, just being able to say, hey, I have five kids, or I have six kids, that's not the goal, that's not the aim. Right. We have to right. really sink into and yeah. celebrate what God has given us that is good. Yeah. And, and I think that's sometimes what's missing, let me say this, that's missing in evangelical Christianity. Hmm. so I'll just leave it at that I'll just say to our brother Chris I agree with what the Lord has said Um, I certainly believe that for women to be on um, drugs that are abortifacients I believe that that is in rebellion against God and you you could be guilty of involuntary manslaughter if you will like I mean you know what I mean like you you this is proven this is proven you can have spontaneous abortions you don't know that it's happening and I you know, um, I, we did a program once where we talked about how being on those drugs and, and the types of hormones that are pumped into uh, women's bodies have led to increased instances of breast cancer. And, you know, so anyway, I just anyway, yeah. God's ways are the best ways. Yeah. Let me just say that, you know. Yeah. And so don't anyone feel condemned about what I'm saying, but just know if you're asking me. I agree with the Lord. I think what he said is good.
2: I agree with I'm not gonna as challenge well. him on that. <laughs> Where do we go next, Will the Great? Let's go to Chloanne in Texas. Hi, Chloe.
0: Hi, y'all. Hello, how are y'all? Hi. Doing fine. Great, great. I just wanna tell y'all I love y'all show. I jump in this car a whole hour and a half early to come get, pick up my grandbaby from Aww. school. So I won't miss a word, and y'all you. are just hilarious. When you jumped on <laughs> wheel about acts the other day, <laughs> <laughs> nobody was murdered, <laughs> nobody was killed, and then the Babylon B. I
5: um, thought I got to bring oh
0: me a God. change of clothes.
5: <laughs> 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 That's funny.
0: Y'all started it up; it's so funny. That but it's really—I I get more <laughs> preaching from y'all than I do at my church. I'm ashamed oh. to say. Wow. But I wanted to ask y'all a question. You know the big deal with Chick Fil A, you know, and the LGBTs, to Yes, ma'am. <laughs> whatever those, all those, num- whatever it means. What, what do they do? They, they, they said that Chick Fil A craved under the
1: pressure. Well, what do, what do they do? Send them emails or? ticket their stores or all of those all of pres- those things sister that's a great question um thank you. thank you so much i appreciate your encouragement and thank you for making us laugh on this yeah. friday too but, but to, funny to cloan is hilarious um to answer your question all of those things came from the bigotry on the left mm-hmm. all of those things came from the rabid homosexual agenda that the picture or the mischaracterization of chick-fil-a was that it was hateful towards homosexuals or anybody who's a member of the lgbtq um
2: grouping right? right right and it's it's the designation that all of us get for standing on biblical principles exactly right they got so, it on a corporate level
1: so the attack was <laughs> where does chick-fil-a direct its charitable giving mm-hmm. the attack was what did um dan Cathy say about marriage his his belief about marriage and they took his personal expression of his belief about marriage. Mm -hmm. And they made that a corporate expression. Now, the thing that was unfair and just flat out a lie Mm -hmm. is that Chick-fil-A has never refused to serve or hire anyone, but a person can express what they believe marriage is. And they can give to organizations that affirm biblical marriage. Mm -hmm. What we have seen since then in the caving of Chick-fil-A is that they pulled their charitable giving from organizations that were characterized as hate groups. Hmm. Now, it's interesting that Chloe and our sister is asking us about this because I, I have some thoughts about this ongoing. And there was even a bit of a discussion on Facebook because, you know, Dan Cathy responded to our president here at the AFA. And I personally thought it was a little bit of a weak response. Um, and there, you know, people say, well, you're still going to eat there. <laughs> and look, this is each person, each person's individual right. choice. Right. All right. right. According to how the you liberty. feel, yeah. Yeah. this is Mickey's position. Mm-hmm. Now you can either respect me and appreciate me for it, or you can disagree and say, well, I'm never listening again. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I, but this is Mickey's opinion on it. When we learned what corporate did at Chick-fil-A, it was very hurtful to the body of Christ. Now I'm going to say something here. The removal of financial support from organizations that are affiliated with biblical truth in exchange for giving your funds to an organization that is antithetical to the gospel and saying that we're striving to be inclusive, that this is who we are. We've never wanted to make a political or a social statement. That is, in fact, making a statement, mm-hmm. except now you're making a statement against Christians. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, I'll say this to our sister, Chloe, I got a I got a Facebook message. It was very sweet. And it was it, there was no punctuation, no capital letters. It was all lowercase letters. It was very mm-hmm. and I responded <laughs> um, from someone who saw me every week at Chick-fil-A. And this is what it said. We miss you. Mm hmm. And that, you know, that really kind of pulled on my heartstrings because I look, I have no problems with my local Chick-fil-A. Right. I have none. Right. right. But I'm going to tell you the thing. These kinds of actions, I have long since viewed <laughs> as these are the things that bring on persecution of Christians. Mm-hmm. Why can't you be more like them? Mm-hmm. You see, they don't mm-hmm. have to agree with the word. So why mm-hmm. do you have to agree with the word? Yep. I see this act as it was more destructive than Starbucks giving to Planned Parenthood, than Mm -hmm. Coca-Cola giving to Planned Parenthood because their giving doesn't make a statement against Christians. It makes a statement for that.
5: Mm. Yeah.
1: But this is quite different. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so this is is my opinion. Now, am I I judging someone who eats at Chick-fil-A? Absolutely not. Do Mm -hmm. I have some vendetta against my local Chick-fil-A? Absolutely not. But do I believe that corporate, under liberal leadership in the charitable giving wing, if mm. you will, made a statement to Christians. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. So you will either respect me for giving you my honest opinion or you will disagree and you will vow never to listen again. But I'm going to tell you what I actually feel. I'm not going to tell you what I think you want to hear. Yeah. So for Dan Cathy to say, you know, that was never our intent. And, you know. He doesn't list these organizations. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> say their names.
2: Yeah, because the response has to be that much. It has to be strong. Like, like if you're going to answer the questions and say, "I didn't," you know, we didn't do this on purpose or whatever. I think that response has to be overwhelmingly strong. Yes, and you should say the the uh, organization's name. And say no, you know, you, you see what I'm saying? Absolutely, it has, it has to I match. know what you're saying. It has absolutely, to match. absolutely. And and, and I just don't match. Yeah, I, yeah that's so. my
1: personal feeling on that. So right. because Cloe opened up the box of chicken. <laughs> 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 All right, where do we go next? Will the Great?
2: All right, let's go to Mike in Arkansas. Hi, Mike. Hello. 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 I
6: appreciate y'all and thank you for taking my call. God bless you. Um, you know, I was thinking about. The Democratic Party, Mm -hmm. Uh, that's that's a lot to think about right there. (laughs) Um, Why aren't they held responsible for what they do? Isn't what they do kind of treasonous against our country? Mm. Oh,
1: man, these people are the definition of anti-patriot. Yeah. You know, they are the caliber of people. Let me say this. I've been thinking about this to to, to Mike's point. I I want to say this is maybe related in some way and I hope that he'll see the 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 parallels that I'm drawing here. If the makeup of the Democrat Party and those who support Democrat policies um were active politically speaking at the time of the Second World War, um Our country would have been destroyed, literally. Mm. Literally, our country would have been destroyed. Do you understand the caliber of person that says, wait, you attacked us? And they're saying, sign me up. (laughs) And women are going to work and putting artillery together. And our country is like, oh, no. And Joe (laughs) Lewis is significant. Everybody matters. You understand what (laughs) I'm saying? You're like, you know, it's a black boxer. But, hey, it's the boxer against the German. (laughs) <laughs> At that moment, the color wow. of his skin doesn't matter. It He's matter. American. <laughs> we don't have people like that. Mm. We don't have people like that in the Democrat Party. These people are anti-patriots. And we have to see them that way. To be made, you know, I'm gonna tell you, now they operate politically the way Rose McGowan operated on Twitter. We're sorry, Iran. Mm. That's how they operate politically. Yeah. And that's a shame. We gotta grab the break. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back.
2: On time out of He's always on time never. Yeah. He's always on time out of Steppin' out the boat like I'm crazy. I see some things that I can't say. Never took a shot that I can't make. I could never surf on A.
1: Welcome back. This is Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. I'm Miki.
2: And I'm Will, and it's not a day late by mission.
1: Sherry B. is over in Studio CC. Let's try to move through some more of these calls you're you're holding. You want to talk to us, the Friday edition. You can ask us any question, comment on anything that's on your mind or that we discussed during the week. Where do we go next, Will the Great?
2: Let's go to Holly in Pennsylvania. Hi, Holly. Hey,
3: guys. How you doing? Hi. Good, how are you? Good. Uh, I'm doing well, thank you. So um, we just got through the uh, holiday season, and I don't know how much you all discussed this, but... um. We uh, homeschool our kids, and uh, we don't really talk too much about Santa. Obviously, mm-hmm. he gets brought up, but, you know, he's not the forefront <laughs> of our celebration. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's fine. Our kids don't ask questions. It's never been natural to us to, you know, lie to them about it. So. We never <laughs> have. And um, going through the holidays, you know, we go visit family and stuff, and really the only time it gets brought up is when family says, oh, what did Santa bring you, and mm. were you good this year, and this and that and everything. and I always look to the kids to see how they respond and they just kind of look at people cross-eyed and say, well, I don't know, you know, and it's just my, my main issue with it, I guess, is just, um, I don't want the motivator for good behavior to be gifts or, Mm. you know, whether or not you're going to get presents in your stocking. And we, we try to do our best to speak to the child's heart. And I mean, they're little, we have a five-year-old, a three-year-old and a two-year-old, so that's pretty struggling, but, um, we talk about them and, and uh, how they behave from their heart, and whether or not they're doing the right thing to honor the Lord and honor their parents, and you know, uh, do the best for that way. And it's a little bit amusing and yet frustrating to see the eye rolls that we get, you know, when we discuss <laughs> the fact that we don't really celebrate Santa. So mm-hmm. um, I just didn't know like the tactics that you guys used as a family. And again, I don't discourage anyone from doing that. I mm-hmm. did it as a kid, and it was mm-hmm. great; it was magical. But as adults, it just seemed awkward to push something we didn't really celebrate. You know? yeah. yeah, Holly, that's, yeah. A know you that.
1: that's a great question. That's a great question. I would say this. Early on, we knew that our plan was to disciple our children. Yeah, um, that's 100%. what we did as missionaries. We right. discipled college students. Right. We discipled young people. So we knew that we were going to approach parenting um, as making followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. From mm-hmm. the beginning, that was our heart, that we were going to disciple and train our children. So we knew that we would be introducing them um, as a part of living to the truth of God's word. Mm-hmm. And when you happen upon a donkey who speaks with a woman's voice. <laughs> and then, you know, you want your kids to understand that the word of God is true. Right. You don't want to taint that by also saying that there is one man who makes his way around the world <laughs> in a night. hmm. And comes into your house. Now, again, and let me say this, too. I grew up in the H-O-O-D. All right? <laughs> we ain't got no fireplaces. <laughs> right. I hope my mom's not listening. She's <laughs> like, meeky, meeky. Don't uh, speak like that, meek. We did I'm sorry, no Mama D. Um, We didn't have fireplaces, mm-hmm. okay? So if any man is coming into our house unannounced, he's probably getting hit with a bat that JD talked about. <laughs> right. <laughs> and if he's wearing a red suit, then, you know, <laughs> we really have problems. suspect. Yeah, look, joking aside. No, we wanted to teach our kids the truth. So we elected not to lie to them for fun. Mm-hmm. Now, there are people who will disagree and say, let kids be kids and let them have fun and tradition. And I think you can have fun and tradition while also telling them the truth.
2: Right. Um, Why not ahead. teach about St. Nicholas? You can talk about St. Nicholas. Nicholas. Absolutely. That's you right. Know, That's right. Hey, that's what we endeavor to do. Things like that, mm-hmm. you know, bec- just for the um, the example you gave, you yeah. know, so that when we're talking when we're talking about the Bible, that won't seem like fantasy. That's right. To them. You know, that's <laughs> that, right. This is real. We want know?
1: them to believe the truth of God's word. So we don't want to taint their trust. Yeah. They trust us to tell them the truth. We don't want to taint their trust by lying to them you understand what i'm saying so i mean it's not it's not as as holly said magical it's so funny She said it was magical i heard tinkly bells when she said that <laughs> it's not as magical but um they understand that when they receive gifts from our family mm-hmm. and um and they wake up in in the morning i mean it's you know
5: yeah.
1: it's gifts from other people who have given to you yeah. you know be grateful for them yeah. I, I mean that's that's as magical yeah all right back A- to the phone line <laughs>
2: Yeah, let's go to uh, Marshall in Oklahoma. Hi, Marshall. Hello. Thanks for taking my call, y'all. Appreciate huh, it. Sure. No problem.
4: Um, I just want to say thank y'all for giving your truthful opinion on topics. I don't always agree with y'all, but I always love getting to hear what y'all have to say about <laughs> stuff. <That laughs> well, that's... thank you. Well thought. <laughs> and I, just, I really appreciate that, especially today. But what I got to ask y'all about today is how do y'all feel about um, the upcoming split in the United Methodist mm. Church? Do you think that's kind of the right solution?
2: How do y'all feel about that? Wow. That's a, that's a great. Thanks for
1: your question, Marshall. we, we thank talked you for about that a little bit uh, earlier mm-hmm.
2: uh, during the week. And I yeah. think it's tragic for one, you know, and it's crazy to me that the spinoff are the ones who are trying to adhere to the scripture. That's the
1: biggest problem. That's that I crazy
2: have with it. to me, you know, and it seems yeah. like a, a divorce because there's a payment settlement, you mm-hmm. know, for the one, for the traditionalist. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, well, for the traditionalist, Cody fingers or whatever. Right. Like I don't understand why there wasn't wasn't more of a stand for no. Like we are not going to be a spinoff group, in, and you guys going to retain the United Methodist title. You know, yeah. I, I feel like that should have been like a you know a, a, a stake in the sand or whatever you want a stake in the ground and say no. Yeah, you know. And I, I know this was a back and forth fight, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the, the stuff came from the higher ups, because w- w- from what I'm understanding, the lay people don't feel like this. Yeah, you know. But I, I it's tragic. Yeah. And when I think of like John Wesley, yeah, and I think oh, of the, you know, just I'm reading about Wilberforce. Yes. And John Wesley is mentioned in there multiple times, mm-hmm. and and how around that time, him and Whitfield and char and Charles Wesley were mm-hmm. like this trio wow. that were. And I'm like, man, and to see now what's happened to the Methodist church. Yeah, it's tragic.
1: It is tragic. And, Will, I agree with you 100 percent that the traditionalists should not be the spinoff group. I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of the Apostle John who told the church that whenever you have these these imposters or these apostates, Mm -hmm. he's he says. And and again, this is by the leading of the Holy Spirit. We believe the word of God to be inspired. He says they went out from us. Mm-hmm. Because they were not of us, mm-hmm. not you guys go out from them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so we have the church. They go out from us mm-hmm. because they are not of us. So, so if you are splitting, mm-hmm. then the split off is really the one who has departed from orthodoxy.
2: Right. So because I, I think what Marshall was asking too is that the right move that they split, and, and I, at at some point I think that should have been a um you know uh w- w- what you call it some church discipline where well, those yes. people had to go. Yes. But for so that
1: would have been a split of sorts. Because yeah. You're talking just, about
2: but for for discipline and all of that. And yeah. it, they don't want to adhere because they have this whole book of doctrines. Of yeah. whatever, and, and and I'm like, man, so what do you have that for? If you're not going to say this is what and and forget that the Bible, the
1: Bible, <laughs> the word of the God. Bible. Amen.
2: So, you know, I just don't understand. It's tragic. It's yeah. Tragic. And
1: I think it I think it's unavoidable. It's unavoidable. I think the way it's happening um, may be even more tragic. But mm-hmm. I think it's unavoidable. Even church discipline; those refusing to repent would have had to be treated as non-believers. So there would have been a split,
2: right? And so, but right. it just
1: would not have been that the traditionalists are the spinoff, which I think is problematic. Yeah.
2: All right. Let's go to uh, Tanya in Mississippi. Hello.
7: Hi. Hi. Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Addison. How are you today? Very good, well. How good. are you, Tanya? I'm doing well. Thank you for taking my phone call. Sure. Um, I just have one question, and I think I'm going way off topic today, but I have a question, and it's about the church. Mm-hmm. And everyone I've asked, they they, I have different answers. So maybe you can shed some light on this question. My question is about tithing in the church mm-hmm. because we've we've been rooted in some churches, and the biggest, well, the focus is on tithing
5: mm-hmm. and
7: giving. And it's not christ centered it's not um true doctrine, but most of it has the teachings is always about tithing and giving, so I started praying and seeking God and you know for answers mm-hmm. and in my I haven't found anywhere where where god um um where you know he commanded us to pay a tenth or
5: mm-hmm.
7: you know and then Someone told me to go into Genesis, but when I went into Genesis, you know the first time that a tithing was mentioned was when Abraham gave a tenth of his spoils to Melchizedek, I think, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a earning, it was um spoils of war, so how does that tie in with someone teaching that God mm-hmm. commanded us to give tenth mm-hmm. okay
2: yeah, and that's that's a topic you know that's um, a big one that's a big one and and look. I would say is it's good for us to be givers, givers, to be givers. And I I, I like to look at Second Corinthians chapter nine uh, and, and in verse seven, it says each one m- must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion. Mm-hmm. For God loves a cheerful giver. And I believe it, like a lot of things in this walk, it goes to our heart, the state mm-hmm. of our heart, mm-hmm. you know, and. There has been a teaching of almost like if you don't do this, then you're this going to break down and this you're going to be. Cur- and, it, and they take it from um, Malachi. But I, if you survey the scripture, especially looking in the New Testament and see that there's a, a offering that should be given, not out of like a compulsion, like right, right. Or, or a fear that everything's going to break down around me if right. I don't give, you know, so. I think that's very. It could be very hurtful to people to yeah. have that type of thing preached like that, mm-hmm. to where it's like if you don't do it, then you you. This is what's going to happen to you. When clearly, you know, we see here that the heart matters. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and there should be a freedom to give more than ten percent.
1: You know, it is eye opening when um when you realize that the scripture that is commonly used, especially when you have churches that um, have made it a sport to rob the people of God. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, truly fleece the people of God and teach them superstitions that they cannot overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been the victim of this, where you wrestle because you see God as some sort of mob boss. Mm-hmm. It's like, if I don't give him my 10%, he's gonna break my kneecaps. Right. You understand what I'm right. saying? If something goes, if my refrigerator breaks, if my car you know, breaks down or something like that, then I think God is punishing me because I only gave him 5%. Mm-hmm. I only gave him 9%. Mm-hmm. And this is not consistent with the character and the nature of God. This is not consistent with how God has revealed himself to his people. Mm-hmm. And the scripture that you just read is perfect. I will double back to Malachi that is often used mm-hmm. to beat people over the head, to force them to give rather than to allow them to be led by the spirit of God to give mm-hmm. Malachi is written to the priests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This 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 word that the Lord um gives that you've robbed me, where have you robbed me in the tithes mm-hmm. and the offering? You know, this is to the priests. Mm-hmm. So if we were to keep the roles consistent, then the rebuke would be against the pastors.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: What are you doing that is going <laughs> against what you have been charged with doing? Mm-hmm. And so I just think, you know, when we look at the scriptures, like I said to our brother Chris earlier. We must be those who say, "I agree with the Bible." yeah, so you read the Bible and you say, "What is in the Bible?" I agree with the Bible." Look, we attend church where there is no formal collection that is made. no, but there's no lack in our church. Everyone gives <laughs> liberally, everyone gives freely. Mm-hmm. There, there's just a box in the back of the church for people to give their offering, mm-hmm. and there's no and that's lack. It. There's no we don't there's no second third offering collection no, because we didn't make that's quota. No special
2: song, that's Guys, no, <laughs> that you don't
1: see that in the church.
2: And and I would say, you know, you know, a a tent people make a the big deal about the tent, but 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 the thing is, you could use that as a gauge. Yes. That could be something that you, right. there's okay, nothing that's, wrong with that's that. that's fine. But you don't have to be limited to that. You could also that. give more than you that. You can give more than that. Yeah. You know, God loves a cheerful giver.
1: Yeah. All right, let's try to squeeze in one more call or maybe a couple.
2: Okay, let's go to Angela in North Carolina hi Angela hey
7: hello hi fam how are you doing Hi, (laughs) a blessed new year to you all Um, I'm looking forward to that that marriage family and life conference this year yes Yes. ma'am. I was hoping that you could go back to your opener because I had a response to that okay go Uh, ahead what was holding a while so I can't remember Oh boy. You were saying someone was driving in a a um, Oh, it was a Babylon
1: yes. B story. It was satire. It okay. was it was not real. Yeah, okay. It was a man driving okay. in a carpool lane, okay. pulled over by a police officer yes. and said that his preferred pronoun was they.
7: Yes, and my thing was I would have asked him, Well, how many tickets do you want? <laughs> oh, that's
2: good.
7: You, you that are is here. good. Okay? Give multiple and then tickets. I thought maybe I shouldn't ask because then he'd probably just want one. So right. right. Angela. Multiple drivers, multiple, you know, how many violations do
1: they have going that's on here? Funny. Angela, that's wow. brilliant. That is that is brilliant. That was worth going back to. Thank you so much for <laughs> Thank that. You, Angela. I, I'm going to say that today, Angela became the queen of clapbacks.
2: Yeah. That, that was, was a, a great, God yeah. That would have been a good, a good clapback. I don't
1: know. I, we, I don't, I'm probably not going to be able to get to yeah. this. no we don't have Sherry said no
2: Sherry said we're not going to
1: work so in the last moments let me just say here I don't know what's going on with Meghan and with Prince Harry oh (laughs) my I don't understand my people over in Europe
2: they want independence
1: I they, mean, look, we've already they're fought breaking, this war. <laughs> they're
2: breaking. Away. She went over there and was like, "Look, the, you need to leave this I place." Can't,
1: <laughs> the British are coming. The British. I mean, I think he's. They're going to Canada. I don't know what's wow. going on with that. Let me let they're me just say this. Hmm. I thought it was a blood thing. I don't think that Harry can unroyal. Right? Isn't he? I mean, I mean he's just.
2: I don't he, know how that works. You know he, what you mean? Know? I mean? I'm not sure. Would you
1: step into his place?
2: No. All right. No more until
1: that. Monday, <laughs> Lord willing.
2: God bless.